Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So, you want to be a criminal. You want to be a robber. You want to scare people. You want to steal shit from them. That is easy money. How do you get started? I think most people will get started with a nice kitchen knife from IKEA. It's not too big, it's not too expensive, and you can keep it in your Kate Spade purse. Or maybe because it's Singapore, you can get a parang. This is a nice utility knife, very handy, and it's pretty big and scary. Maybe you're not too bright, maybe you've watched a couple too many movies. You'll want a gun. Maybe you're an overachiever. You can just go ahead and skip a couple of steps. You can go straight from robbery to murder. Hi, I'm Teddy, and today on A Brief Case, we're covering the Mount Vernon murders. Our case starts with On Ching Hock, Yeo Ching Boon, and Ong Hui Guan. And because I'm terrible with Chinese names, and for the sake of simplicity, let's call them Hock, Boon, and Quan. They were all born in the 1960s, and they were about 20 to 21-ish when this happened. They were primary school friends from Thule Primary School, which doesn't seem to exist anymore from what I could find or what I couldn't find. They weren't the best students, like they weren't the most academic and they did end up dropping out at different times. Hawk dropped out first at Primary 3, Boon at Secondary 3, and Kwan I think at P6 after failing his entrance examinations, which were basically the PSLE for that time. So Hawk, after dropping out at P3, he worked a bunch of jobs, construction worker, hawker assistant, and odd jobs. Boon was a lot later. He was at secondary three when he was a teenager, so that would be about 15. He was a stock handler for a while, but he got into fights, so they fired him after three months on the job. And then he was a fitter and a wireman for like construction until his national service, and when he was in NS, he was posted to the police. Very pertinent, so remember, Boon went to police. So Quan, remember, he was the one who failed his PSLE and he became a painter, I think like a house painter, and he did odd jobs. So he's the one to keep an eye on because he's like an experienced criminal. He joined a secret society in like the 1970s and it was called the 18 Group and it was part of Seo Kun Tong. He was so, I would say like involved in crime that he actually went to jail for two years when he was a teenager and he's also pretty experienced. In fact, him, Hawk, and another friend, they actually robbed somebody in 1976. So Hawk was actually a little bit experienced too. So only Boon doesn't seem to have a criminal past. And Kwan also went to rehab. He went to Teluk Pakao rehab because he got caught smoking heroin. So he was definitely the most raps, the most wild of the three. So you know like, you look at all of this and life just isn't that great. And usually life isn't that great if you end up being a criminal. Except for maybe Boon, where it's kind of okay. At this point, it sounds like he's just living his life. 
when you are a young gangster in Singapore. I don't know about you, but I used to hang out in playgrounds quite a lot after school. I'm just kidding. I'm not. My mother will kill me first. But they did hang out in the playground. So the date is 21st April 1978. And they're all like 2021-ish, so post-NS, which clearly didn't do anything for them. So they're complaining about how life sucks. Singapore is so expensive. They don't have enough money and so forth. It's very valid complaints, I agree. Singapore is damn expensive. And this is in Geylang Baru. It's not very important, but it's near to my place. Noteworthy. Kwan, remember? Experienced criminal Kwan of the gangs and the heroin and he's robbed people before. He says, you know what's a great way to make money? Robbery. And while most people would have said, excuse me, sir. Wait, what? Hawk and Boone, they didn't really say anything. I mean, Hawk robbed people before too, so maybe that's why. He doesn't really have any moral protest on that. Kwan carries on. And you know what you need for a robbery? A gun. Yeah, you need a gun. And remember, guns are damn hard to find and damn hard to come by. Because just a couple of years earlier, in 1973, they passed the Arms Offenses Act, which criminalized using a gun. Then Boone, remember the one who was just kind of living his life at this point? The one who got posted to the SPF for NS? He remembers that he did sentry duty in camp. And while he was doing sentry duty, he had a gun. And get this, he suggests that they should steal the gun from a policeman who is also a sentry. Who, think about this, has a gun. And the way he wanted to do this was to put on his NS police uniform with hot in his army uniform and then they want to threaten this gun-wielding policeman with ice picks. I mean, at the time, Hawk didn't really agree because it's so noticeable when you're in uniform but they were like, okay, commit. They were going to follow through with this. They planned it for 2am on the 25th, so four days later because 2am is late and maybe the sentry would be sleepy and less alert. One day before, on 24th of April, so at night, at about 9, right before the shops close, they end up selling Hawk's watch to go and get two kitchen knives. And Boone, who kind of knew how the police operated, he was scared that he might get searched because you know how sometimes policemen will randomly search people at MRTs? Um, so he brought them home. Boone packs the knives, four yellow nylon rope, an ice pick and some gloves into his brother's backpack. And I mean, if I was his brother, I'd be quite annoyed, like... You, you want to do crime and you're not even going to use your own bag. A couple of hours later, they meet at 11.45 to eat at Kalang Baru because you can't do crime on an empty stomach. Boon, who's also the one who came up with the idea, it looks like he thought about this for a bit and then he decided that a better idea would be to steal a taxi. Boon is like, we can tie the taxi driver up with rope and then Hop can drive us to the police reserve unit base and pretend to be the taxi driver. Kwan can pretend to be drunk and then me... Boon can ask him to come to the taxi to help me with my drunk friend. We can grab him, drive him to a sneaky spot and steal his gun, his service revolver. Okay, okay, so this sounds pretty bad, right? It's about to get worse. So now Kwan, experienced criminal Kwan. The robbery thing was his idea, but this whole plan was Boon's idea. He's like, wait, what if they recognize me? I have a criminal record. And Boon... Boon, who doesn't seem to have a criminal record. Boon, who was a policeman before this. He's like, why don't we kill them? 
He suggests killing the taxi driver and the policeman's entry. And at the same time, they also abandon the whole uniform thing. So Quan is kind of relieved that they have a plan for this and Hawk doesn't really say anything. To be honest, it seems almost like Hawk was just going along with this whole thing. This discussion takes a couple of hours and it's about 1.30am when they leave the coffee shop. They all go home to change and Boon picks up his little bag of crimes. They wait at Block 66 Kalang Baru for a taxi and they end up getting a yellow top taxi. And the driver, he was really just so unlucky. He ended up picking the worst passengers. His name was Chiu Ting Hin and he was 60, so he was a much older uncle. They drive, they drive to Police Reserve Unit 1 base and they stop near the rear gate of the camp, which is at Mount Vernon. So it's not really near anything. It's dark, it's empty, it's secluded. Quan grabs the taxi uncle Chu from behind and he puts the knife against his neck. Boon is carrying the ice pick and he stuffs some cloth into the taxi driver's mouth and he wants him to keep quiet while he ties him up. And Chu Ting Hin, he's not gonna take this, so he tries to break free. But remember, there's three of them and only one of him. So Boon and Hawk hold him down while Quan stabs him in the stomach. They drag him out of the taxi into an open drain, and Hawk gets in the driver's seat like they planned. They were gonna leave, but they see him trying to get out of the drain. Boon and Quan, they stab him with the knife and the ice pick, and he falls back into the drain. They go back to the taxi. Now he's not done, he is a fighter. So he tries to get out of the drain one more time and they stab him and he ends up bleeding out in the drain. They drive towards the main gate of the police base. Lim Kim Lai, he was 18, he was just, he was just really young. He was an NS boy just doing his duty to his country. This was also his first time on sentry duty. And I mean, he did have a gun. He had a uh, 38 Webley and Scott. He had 10 rounds of ammunition and 5 rounds already loaded. The taxi approaches the gate and Boon gets out. Remember, he has the ice pick and he hid it in his waistband. He flashes his NS police warrant because this was like his camp. He lied and said that him and Quan were from the base. And he was like, help me, help me carry my drunk friend Quan. And so it seems pretty legit, right? And I don't fault him for this at all. So he follows Boon to the taxi. He opens the door to the taxi and Kim Lai, he looks in and he sees Quan pretending to be drunk. Then Quan grabs him and pulls him into the taxi. Boon jumps in after him and they quickly leave. Cause get this, it looks like someone spotted them. And someone actually did. So it was one of our ex-national sprinters, Heather American. And she was married to a senior policeman. And she saw what happened because they lived on camp and their home faced the guardhouse. They end up calling the police later. And it's so sad because Kim Lai is so young. He thinks that they're robbers, which they kind of are. They're aspiring robbers. And he offers them the $2 that he had on him. Quan stabs Kim Lai in the neck. And he grabs his gun and passes it to Boon. The knife ends up being stuck in his neck. So Boon grabs the other knife and he starts stabbing and slashing at the policeman. It's so violent that he accidentally slices Quan's finger. In total, there are 15 cut and stab wounds on Kim Lai's body. Quan is covered in blood because remember he was the one who pulled the policeman in. They drive back to Kalang Baru and they search his body. They grab all the ammunition and they tell Quan to hide in the bushes while they go get some clean clothes for him. At the same time, when they're getting the clean clothes, 
Boon also leaves Gan at his home. They go back to Hawk. Hawk changes, dumping the bloody clothes in a plastic bag, and they leave. And while they're leaving, they get stopped by a policeman who ends up being Constable Siu Man Singh. They're carrying a bag, they're behaving pretty suspiciously, and they get arrested. There's not much to say about the court case. They try to defend themselves, but they do it pretty weakly. Kwan, um, experienced criminal Kwan, he says that he tried to stop Boon from stabbing the policeman, which is how he got his finger cut. Um, I personally, I don't believe it's very accurate, but that's just my opinion. And Hawk, Hawk said that he didn't stab anyone, which when we look at this version of events, it doesn't seem to be untrue. Um, but when we look at everything, he was pretty passive with all of this. And this is the part which I don't think anyone really got. He said that he was just a driver and he thought that he would only get charged with robbery. I was reading an article that actually implied that he didn't realize that the two of them, the taxi uncle Chiu Ting Hin and the policeman Lim Kim Lai, he implied that he didn't believe that they were dead. But I don't personally agree because he was there during the planning and he was there during everything. Um, that's just my opinion. They are sentenced to death on May 23rd, 1979. And before he was hanged, Boon actually ended up being an organ donor. He ended up donating his eyes to somebody who needed it. On 24th Feb, 1984, they are hanged. Thanks for listening to A Brief Case. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode on the Mount Vernon murders. To anyone considering a life of crime or who have friends who want to get in on that, I would recommend that you go. How about now? Nah? You can find us on Instagram at abriefcase underscore and do join us next Tuesday for another brief case. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.